Ooh, fun facts, facts of fun with Allison and Caitlin. Hi, welcome to Fun Facts Live. I'm your host, David, and with me today is Allison. Hello. Caitlin. Hi. RJ. Hello. Maria. Hi. Jake. There is nothing better than a warm cat in your lap. <laughs> nothing? All right. I, no. I, <laughs> all right, that does sound, sounds, does sound pretty enticing. Um, we've got a full crew today, so that's really exciting. Um, Fun Facts Live is brought to you today by some random unnamed game that I'm working on <laughs> and don't have a real ad for, but this is a plug that I would love to have you play test the game and uh, see if you can actually figure out the instructions, which I've been working on for like a month because no one can understand two english sentences it's impossible maybe, maybe that should be the game figure <laughs> yes. out the structure to win. <laughs> yes. I, it could, that could be a game i don't think anyone just would throw win, you though. in with no instructions and just figure it out yes i did actually have a play tester do that because they didn't notice the instructions button on the oh on the start screen and uh we're like wow there's only a play button i guess i need to press that and oh, so we no. got off to a very interesting start. Um, but <laughs> good news, uh, this person happened to be like really clever and actually figured out the game without instructions. Wow. So that was impressive. Oh, <laughs> so sounds like they win. <laughs> yeah, maybe. So maybe that is the key. Um, don't read the instructions. You'll have a better chance of figuring out the game. So <laughs> we'll see. I don't know. It's instructions for games like the most uh, difficult part for me for sure but anyway um, if you are interested in playtesting this uh, name game to be named um, I'll just throw out a couple of possible names to entice you a little bit it's currently uh, named drop solitaire but that's probably not gonna stay uh, other possible names solitaire crush groovy solitaire groovitaire <laughs> We've got all kinds of names. So. Oh no! Yes, no, I don't think that's. A good, I don't think that's a winner. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Wait till you see the look. Yeah, the seventies. It's it's gonna have the one uh, I sent. What the one I sent was not groovy solitaire. It was solitaire groove. Okay, solitaire groove. Ah, that's better. Groovy solitaire was my yeah interpretation, but um, yeah, it's brought to by PGs. Yes, it's gonna be exactly. very. Um, very Austin Powers, uh, 70s oh hippie vibe, okay. flowers, lots oh of colors. Um, yeah, it's going to be a little psychedelic uh, and trippy. That's the plan. <laughs> Unless nobody can see the cards through all that. And then, then we'll have to rethink mm. that. So we'll see. <laughs> anyway, if, you are, if this uh, interests you at all, Hit me up on Discord, just DM me, and I'll send you playtesting instructions. And, and you can enjoy the game. There's going to be a leaderboard in uh, in the next couple of days. Um, so you'll actually have some, some players to compete against. And it's kind of a fast action arcade game, so a little different than my usual uh, puzzle genre. So that is a uh, game to be named. Uh, so... 
on to the fun facts. We're going to start today with Caitlin because uh, there's a there's a bit of a storm there, and we and her power's been flickering. Yeah, storm. So yeah. <laughs> we don't know. Yeah, it is it is a full on blizzard. We're predicted to get two feet of snow. Yikes! <laughs> <laughs> with, I, I hope you're stocked up. Hurricane. With- Possibly hurricane force winds. Oh so. my gosh! Okay, so yeah, powers—it's just a matter of time. The power will go out. The yeah. Well, <laughs> no, I'm trying to be optimistic. Okay. Okay. What do you do okay. if you lose power? How do you stay warm? Uh, probably go somewhere. <laughs> oh my gosh! No, I don't know. Blank. Lots of blankets. Um, do you uh, have a fireplace or anything? No. It, don't worry, fireplace is useless. I, well, I, I lost power for like three or four days in um, in the Seattle area, and uh, I had two fireplaces, and I built big fires and thought I'm gonna be fine, but those fireplaces put out no heat. Yeah, no heat. They're worthless. So I mean, I don't I'd know be more people... concerned about. I'd be more concerned about the pipes potentially freezing. So then you gotta like. Yeah, you that happened. The, you know, drip the water all the time <laughs> so the pipes don't freeze. You know, that sort of thing. But, yeah. you know, I think. Yeah, uh, I, I, that yes. happened. Uh, I have a well uh, system, too, and the pipe froze and broke somewhere underground. So somebody had to come in and dig it mm-hmm. all up. And oh, my gosh. Yeah, not fun. <clears throat> not fun. All right. All anyway. Right, well, let's hope, let's hope for the my, best. <laughs> yeah, my fun fact has absolutely nothing to do with snow. Um, it is actually about peanuts. Interesting. So, um, you may or may not already know this, but so I have two part fun fact. So first part is peanuts are not really nuts. What? Oh, you didn't know this? No. They're, they're technically legume, legumes. Okay. (laughs) I don't know why I always have trouble saying that word. From the bean Um, family. From the be- yeah, they're part. They're okay. part. Of the- they're related to beans. They're they're more closely related to beans than they are to, you know, what you think of as other nuts. That's Walnuts, true. They don't grow in trees, cons, so yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Right. So, peanuts. Not only are peanuts hmm. kind of weird <laughs> for a while. Like we shouldn't. I heard, I read somewhere someone was like, we should call them pea beans pea instead beans. of peanuts. Okay. <laughs> but I don't think that rolls off the tongue quite as well. So no. I think peanuts. Pea beans. PB and butter? Bean butter? No, no, no. I don't like yeah. it. PBJ? It still anyway. works. It, <laughs> it does. Bean butter is a thing. And <laughs> when I eat. <laughs> Wait, what's mm. what's a thing? Do you say bean butter? Yeah, I think that's a thing. What? Made out of what kind of beans? Mm. Out of curiosity. I have, I have no idea. Okay. Okay. I have not investigated. <laughs> All right. Anyway, anyway, sorry. <laughs> I mean, we call them beans because kind of cullen, or we call them nuts. I, I should, <laughs> is what I meant to say, because, you know, culinarily, I don't know if that's a word, uh, they're similar, right? <sighs> right. In terms of like their proper, their food properties, I guess. Um, okay. Anyway, so not only are they kind of weird in that they're actually legumes, but the second part of my fun fact is that peanut plants are extra weird for being one of very 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 few i think there are only like they're pro- they're they're only there's only one other one that i could find um plants that produce their flowers above ground and then their fruit which is the peanut that we actually eat below ground ah fascinating 
Yeah. Okay. This is a, a, um, a version of something called geocarpy. <laughs> um, do potatoes do that by any chance? I'm just curious. All right. I, I, which one did, did you look up actually, which other ones are, behave like that? It's, it's a, it's another kind of a nut. A nut bean? Hang on, let me find okay. it. Um, that, that is, it's native to Africa. Um, oh, okay, never mind. <laughs> yeah, something no, 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 it of. wasn't something that I'd ever heard of before. Okay, okay. Um, Curious, all right. It would take me a minute to That's okay, find I didn't mean it. to derail you, just a random That's question. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, that was kind of it. So, so, so some plants do a form of geocarpy where they, uh, for the, with the purposes of protecting their, fr their fruit and their, you know, their seeds from extreme temperatures, especially, or extreme drought usually by, oh, okay. by making, by making them underground. So, um, but in those cases, it's like both the flowers and the fruit are underground and peanuts are like, nope, we're going to. Do it in both places. So Okay. <laughs> That's that yeah. All right. I had the feeling you're gonna tell us I thought you were gonna tell us something about George Washington Carver who who popularized the peanut in in the US. Nope. But okay. All right. Nope. This, I, this I was... came with botany facts instead of history facts nice. today. All right. Well that was a fun fact. I'm gonna have to try to start calling it uh, peanut beans. Uh, just for Peanut fun. Beans. Yeah, why not? Pea beans. Pea beans. Pea beans. Pea beans. Okay. No nuts at all. Pea beans. All right, Jake, what have you got for us today? Uh, so, kind of an interesting segue. Um, my fun fact is about the movie Zulu. Uh, take place South Africa. Uh, Zululand, right? Um, so couple things it's actually michael kane's breakout movie uh it was filmed in 1964 in like on location um before that he had been an actor and a bunch of other things but uh, he was always like uncredited um oh. but he he has the one of the title roles there um but when was this by the way uh 1964 okay Gotcha. Yeah. So right. very young Michael Caine. Um, I think he was born in 30 something. Um, so, you know, I mean, compared to like how you see him today, like just right. very young Michael Caine. Um, so, but um, filmed on location and the Zulu nation um, like reenacted the battle. Um, they wanted like the film production crew wanted to use other like tribes in the area. And the Zulu nation came back and said, absolutely not. Um, you know, this is our battle. We did this, like, you know, it's, it's kind of a, a point of pride for them. Oh. Um, and so they, they did it and so, they were. So wait, sorry. I, I actually know nothing about the movie. So it's a, can you give me like a, like it sounds like yeah, it's about a um, battle for like a civil war or something in the country. What, what's going on? Um, so Zulu, it takes place during, um, uh, it's in 1879 and the British were colonizing South Africa. Uh, and I'm not going to get into the problems with all of that. Cause that's not what we're here for. <laughs> okay. Um, 
but they actually invaded Zululand um, earlier that day. It was like January 22nd, 23rd is when this battle happened. And the entire column of British infantry was wiped out oh. um, by like 20,000 Zulus. Um, wow. And the, that was Battle of Islanwana. Um, and the, the Zulu king at the time said, you know, we're going to do this and you're going to stop at our borders. You're not going to invade, you know, the rest of South Africa. Like, just don't do it. And his, uh, they're basically battalions, but they're called MPs, um, said they were held in reserve during Islandwana uh, earlier that day. And they were very upset that they weren't able to participate uh, in killing a bunch of, bunch of British uh, mm. soldiers. And so they invaded South Africa uh, it's and this battle is called the Battle of the Rourke's Drift. Um, kind of an Alamo type moment. There were four thousand Zulu warriors against like a hundred and fifty-ish Welshmen. Um, it took place over one day, and the the Welshmen won. Um, but kind of the interesting thing about that battle is there were eleven Victoria Cross medals awarded for that battle, um, which is more, it's basically the, the English equivalent of the medal of honor for okay. the United States. Uh, that was more Victoria cross medals awarded in a single battle battle ever in all time. Wow. Um, and so if they only lost like 15 soldiers, uh, I mean, the British only lost about 15 soldiers, the Zulus lost about, 1500 or so almost almost half their force um so i mean if you made it through chances are like you were getting like the medal of honor uh equivalent so very prestigious battle um in dulu land and so the zulus are like no this is a representation of our history you know we want to do this okay um it's sort of it was filmed in South Africa, like during apartheid South Africa. So there are issues there. Um, but sort of the fun fact that I had was they were supposed I was to wondering be wondering if something was going to be fun <laughs> after, after yeah. all this. Yikes. Um, okay. They're supposed to be paid the equivalent of nine shillings a day. Uh, all the Zulus there. They had 4,000 Zulus there. Um, and they were not. They, they turned that down kind of as a point of pride. Um, but they were compensated with all of the cattle that were in the film, uh, which, you know, cattle normally cost more than nine shillings. Yeah. Uh, and so they actually got paid more than what they were supposed to because they took all the cattle. They were just given all the cattle at the end of it. And um, it's kind of a interesting you know, mix of, Hey, you know, this is our history and, you know, point of pride for the Zulu nation. And, you know, we don't want to take your money, but we'll take all the cattle and, you know, wow. Just, uh, <laughs> yeah. It's the filming of it is, is pretty interesting, but. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. So, uh, it's definitely, it's a movie I've never seen, but, uh, yeah, it sounds fascinating. I'm assuming Michael Caine is playing one of the soldiers uh encamped in the in the fort mm -hmm. okay. yeah he uh he and one other guy and i forget his name off the top of my head but there there were two lieutenants 
uh, at the battle when it was Lieutenant Bromhead, uh, which is the Michael Caine's role. And uh, they organized the defense of Rourke's Drift. So. Cool. All right. Oh, that That is fascinating. What a, And uh, I guess kicked off a really impressive career for Michael Caine. Um, yeah. Cool. All right. Well, thanks, Jake. Um, Allison, what do you have for us today? Um, <laughs> very different topic. <laughs> um, <laughs> so one of the things as a child that I really, really hated, um, cause I have very small handwriting is wide ruled notebook paper. She does. Um, you, you, you just wouldn't believe the size of her handwriting. You need to, to get out a, like uh, some sort of magnifying glass or something to read it. She prides herself in writing super, super tiny. No idea why, but it's a thing. Anyway. So it was a big, like, you know, big milestone for me when you get to the point in school where they stop insisting that you have to use wide ruled notebook paper. <laughs> um, the college ruled. Ooh. So I wanted to look up if that was kind of a, a standard thing internationally, um, the amount of space between lines on notebook paper. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as the U.S. does, everybody else <laughs> seems to have one standard spacing, okay. uh, which is eight millimeters. Okay. So Russia, eight millimeters, France, eight millimeters, UK, eight millimeters, um, not the U.S., <laughs> Okay. Of course. Mm-hmm. So our wide ruled notebook paper is 8.7 millimeters. Okay. And college ruled is 7.1 millimeters. Okay. Um, and I thought maybe it was just the conversion to inches. No, there is nothing like there's no equivalent in inches that makes it make sense. <laughs> really? Um, yeah. No, okay. it just seems, it seems like entirely. So how arbitrary. did, yeah. How did this happen? Because we just were like, oh, hey, we're not going to use the metric system. Oh, hey, we're not going to use Celsius. Oh, hey, we're doing our own thing for lined notebook paper. Like, it doesn't seem to be. But it's like, what did one guy just like, like, um, make some arbitrary measure and then it became the standard? I mean, this is, yeah, this well, is really bizarre. It was well, Abraham Lincoln. Well, uh, so composition notebooks are not American. <laughs> Um, they're European. Um, however, legal, the first legal pads were invented in the U S. So my guess is that's when like the lines changed, um, because legal pads were first made from scraps at paper mills. Hmm. Um, so, so I'm wondering if it just, because it was a new type of notebook, um, a new line system was put in place based on what they had available. That's my guess, but I couldn't find any like definitive information about it. Yeah, that's bizarre. Cause you would think there'd be some sort of precedent. Like, uh, what is it? Um, the width of wire railroad, t- uh, rails, the distance apart they are. Cause it's like a really bizarre distance, but it turns out it's because, um, that's the width that, uh, wagon wheels were 
for some reason, which goes like all the way back to like Roman times or something. <laughs> so basically it was hard to change because there were already ruts of a certain width and you couldn't really, if you, if you didn't follow that width, you, you would have problems on the roads with the big ruts in them. Uh, anyway, mm -hmm. uh, well, came all the way through to uh, railroads. So yeah. Well, the first lined paper was made for musical composition. Oh, um, but it doesn't mm. seem to be anything standard with like with with music lines. So I'm not sure. Oh, I always find this stuff really fascinating because I, I remember a story um, of a woman who was teaching her daughter how to prepare. I think it was like a, a ham or something. And basically, she's, you cut one end off of it, you stick it in the pot and blah, 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 this whole thing. And, and um, her daughter asked, like, why do you cut the end off? And um, no answer. So go back. Uh, mom follows up with her mom, goes back a couple generations. It turns out that the first generation where this started, the, um, the like, great-grandmother had a pot that wasn't big enough to hold the thing. So, yeah, that's how it got propagated, propagated down, even though it's no longer a problem. It's just what you do. You cut the end off. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so it's always interesting how these things just kind of take hold and, and get passed on somehow. So, yeah, that's, that's really bizarre, completely arbitrary, yeah. it seems. Um, yeah. I'd love if you ever find out, like, how, it's, how it began. That would, that would be fascinating. But well, look out for, for, for lined <laughs> notebook paper fun fact part two in okay. an upcoming episode. <laughs> all right. All right. Sounds great. All right. Thanks, Allison. Maria, um, are you, do you have a new Swedish word for us to try to pronounce today? Yeah. Okay. And it's also my fun fact. Okay. Bring it. Fika. <laughs> oh, gosh. Can you spell it? Fika? Like the coffee yeah. shop in New York City that we loved, yeah. that was around the corner yeah. and went out of business. <laughs> yeah. And had the best what? cardamom buns in the world. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, they were, it was a Swedish, wait, do you, are you like familiar with Fika, the coffee shop, or is that yeah. just a New York City thing? Wow. Okay, we loved that place. <laughs> well, well, I've heard about the New York one. We don't have it here, but. Okay. It sadly went out of business, but um, yeah. it had a disagreement with the between the management and the like uh, the investors and the founder. So yeah, uh, that was a real big disappointment. But um, yeah, okay, Fika, got it. Fika, did I say it right? Yeah, yeah pretty much. Okay, <laughs> awesome. <laughs> and what does it mean? Uh, it means to take a break and have a coffee and uh, some baked goods. Yes, what an awesome wow, word. Wow, that's a lot of meaning in, <laughs> in one little word. I'm impressed. Yeah. So how would you use it? Is it, I actually don't know if it's like a now, like, is it, would it, in English, would it be like you, you take a fika or? Yeah. Or, oh, yeah. okay. Okay. Not or like go you fika. fika. Go for a fika. Okay. Yeah. All right. I, I understand that in uh, I learned from the barista that worked there that um, whenever Italians came in, they thought the name was really funny because it means something uh, 
kind of rude in Italian. So, uh -oh. yeah. Oops. <laughs> it's both a verb and a noun. Oh, okay. It's a super yeah. awesome word. I love it. <laughs> to start sounds, using it. Sounds like, um, like tea time. Tea time. Yeah. Okay. But so with coffee. So it specifically means so you have to have a baked good with the coffee. It's not just take a break and have a coffee. It's like the whole well, package. You, yeah, usually you have the whole package, but it okay. can also be just okay. So maybe coffee. like a high tea, which is like implying it comes with uh, things to eat. Oh. High, high tea, that. I think, is a little more elaborate. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. Oh, fascinating. Yeah. So, like, uh, if you work in an office, office usually you go to Fika with your coworkers at uh, three p.m. Oh, okay. all right. I love. I absolutely love it. Um, it and reminds... there's also before noon Fika, which is like ten thirty. Oh, so this is like like the habits where you have like many. <laughs> Many of these meals, okay. <laughs> many fikas throughout the day. There's like a morning fika, an afternoon fika. Yeah. Got and it. also after dinner fika. <laughs> okay. <laughs> wow. I'm starting breakfast, to... Uh... Second breakfast, 11 to <laughs> yes. <brunch. laughs> yeah. yes. I got to yeah. tell you, Sweden is starting to grow on me. I At first, with all your um, refusal to celebrate any holidays, I, I thought it was kind of a... Uh, a depressing place but it's starting to i mean fika all day long that sounds amazing yeah <laughs> why would you need holidays if you celebrate three times a day I that's mean... true <laughs> it's every day every day is a holiday yes. every day is a holiday <laughs> love it all right well that is fascinating i will try to use the word fika uh more often I feel like that's a, a word that could cross over into English really nicely. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like if you go to a cafe and sit down there and eat and have a coffee or tea or something, that's the fika. Or a cardamom, uh, cinnamon cardamom roll or whatever that was. It yeah. was so, so good. Yeah. All right. Well, that... That is definitely a fun fact. Um, yeah. Wait, was that was that the? Did she actually have a fact, or was that just explaining the word the whole time? No, I. That was the fact. Yes. Oh, okay. Explaining I was like, the word. Least, the, I just wanted to make sure David wasn't cutting you off before you actually. <laughs> yeah. Gave thanks. Fact. I appreciate that. Uh, <laughs> how do you spell it, by the way? I want to make sure RJ is getting it right in the. Yeah, dry. she's getting it right. Okay. L-I-K-A. Okay, yeah, fika all around the clock. I love it. <laughs> uh, RJ, your drawings are always awesome and entertaining. Appreciate it. Thank you. Um, where can people find us if they want to see this, this, uh, this amazing artwork? If you like the show, follow us on all social media. We're at Hot Chai Games on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter and TikTok. If you're not watching on Twitch right now, we're also Hot Try Games there, where we stream the Match Solitaire Daily Challenge and then record this podcast with live art every Saturday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern. Like, subscribe, leave a review, and tell your friends. Awesome. 
Thanks, RJ. And we'll see you all again, same time, same place next week. Take care, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye, everyone. Bye. 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 Bye.